rest of the service. Amen, Lord Jesus. We're grateful, Lord, for everything that you do, Father, your faithfulness, your love for us, Lord Jesus. I ask, Lord, that you bless these uh, these tithes and these offerings that were lifted up, Lord. Continue to give us wisdom, Father, and uh, how to manage the offering, Lord, in our lives. Uh, everything else will come to order in our lives, Father. If we're struggling in things and things are happening in our lives, Lord, uh, let us <coughs> remember, Father, your word. And allow these offerings and these tithes to be blessed and multiplied, Lord, to continue to bless this vision, this place that you've given us, Lord, this place that our, uh, is our families, Lord, to be able to worship you and praise you and glorify you, Father. We ask, Lord, that um, you just bless this ministry and this community that we live in. Uh, Lord, we also ask, Lord, that uh, you uh, bless us this evening, Lord, with your precious word, Father, and just speak to our hearts, Lord. Guide us, Lord, through your word. Grateful, Lord, for everything that you do. Uh, in your word and and allow your presence to guide us this evening, Lord, into the needs that we have. We ask this all in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. God bless everyone. Y'all may be seated and the classes may be dismissed this uh, evening. Amen. Praise the Lord. Got my 30 minutes of cardio there. I don't know if I was moving though. Is, is that? Probably like saying that's cardio, huh? I always remember, was it Joe Kino that said, Si no te estás sudando, no te estás gozando. When he was here, Joe Kino said, He goes, If you're not sweating, you're not praising God. I was sweating, brothers and sisters, just a little while ago, so. Just to let you know, I, I feel pretty good about where I'm at uh, when I was singing. But praise God, all the glory for God, amen. Amen. Some of y'all too were sweating too, amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, God is good, brothers and sisters, and I'm, uh, I'm grateful to uh, everything that he shows us through life. Uh, all his uh, trials and laughs that we can have and just enjoyment that we have as, uh, as uh, brothers and sisters. We got to be very careful to take it too seriously and just look at things and enjoy how God is uh, revealing things to us in the process that he's revealing it to us. Amen. Uh, there is a lot of things that we do need to take serious um, and, you know, trials and tribulations that we're going through and things that we sometimes catch ourselves into. Those are the things that I would recommend us put uh, focus on, but they're just some things that we can look back and and just thank God for, um, you know, his precious teaching. And sometimes the way we're taught, amen. Um, and, and you know, another story this week, I had a, we had a little situation where um, my daughter broke my truck. I'm just joking. Um, she, um, she was, uh, I believe she was just going to drive it to the church here. And she backed it up and my complete electronics on my truck just went away and then the motor died. And so it was kind of an odd thing. So we put, you know, a booster on it and got it going again and and then it did it again. And, but it's weird because it was just no, it's not like a, you know, there, there's going to be a lot of mechanics here that are going to start throwing some things that they think it is. But trust me, we heard them all. So uh, alternators, batteries, uh, EC, ECUs, ECMs, everything, right? Um, and 
And so um, uh, I'm talking to my son, and we're trying to figure out some things, and we're letting it. It, it snowed, too, so we weren't going to mess with it in the snow because it was like, hey, you know, we might have to get underneath the truck and look at some grounds and all this. Uh, so uh, Monday comes around, and we pull the battery out. We take it to – I had just gotten the battery about a month ago, a month to the day. And so we say, hey, we might have a bad battery. They check it. They say, you have a good battery. And the gentleman starts to tell me what it is, right? He's like, you got a bad alternator. You got a bad – and I'm like, okay. I don't think it's the alternator, though. Um, and so when we were taking off the battery, when we put the new battery in, there was just this little bolt. Little, 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 little. Itty, 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 bitty. Oh, y'all would have missed it. Probably not. It tightens up this power wire that was loose that we noticed when we were taking off the belt to take it to O'Reilly's. And I look at my son. I'm like, hey, that's not good. But that was that loose. And he, of course, looks at me too. But we take it to O'Reilly's. We come back and... You know, the battery's good. We're hoping the battery would have been a bad battery and we would have known instantly. So we tell them, hey, let's clean everything and tighten up that one little bolt. So we tighten And I was already planning. I had already got Sister Jennifer to look into a tow truck to take it to the dealership. My parents were, you know, saying they got to still have warranty. Everybody was involved in this. Amen. And as soon as we tightened up that little bolt, on top of the battery that electronics are plugged into, that thing just fired right up, no problem. But one little bolt was causing the entire truck to shut down. Because everybody was, you know, I think the next mechanic probably would have said, we need to pull your motor out. Who knows? Praise the Lord for um, finding that, amen. But as you can see there, it's as simple as, Something so small that can cause havoc. And it's spiritually speaking too, those are things that happen in our lives too many a times. Many a times it's the little thing that will cause havoc in our lives. Nos indica todos esta noche, hermanos. Estaba hablando de esta pasado semana se me quebró la troca y todos me estaban diciendo diferentes cosas que podía hacer. Estaba agarrando... Ese potencia, poder en el uh, dentro, se estaba nomás pagando. Uh, y uh, era nomás un, how do you say bolt, brother? Nut, how do you say a nut? Tornillo, nomás un tornillo, ¿cómo? Tuerca, que estaba en el troque que nomás se soltó. Pero todos me estaban diciendo, no, va a ser esto, va a ser esto, puede ser esto. Y nomás lo, lo how do you say tighten, brother? Lo apreté y uh, uh, trabajó la troca. Y estaba diciendo que a veces son las cosas bien pequeñas, pe- pequen- pequeñas y chiquitas que no estamos viendo, que afectan nuestras vidas, espiritualmente hablando también. Eso es bien importante, hermanos, que uh, como estábamos hablando el domingo, que podemos discernir cosas que están pasando en nuestras vidas. Si no estamos diseñando, nomás estamos viendo uh, uh, en las, uh, ¿cómo se dice? Los waves, las olas de la mar, nomás estamos viviendo nuestra vida así, a ver dónde los lleva. Eso es difícil, yo quiero saber dónde me, 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 me va a llevar 
glorificar el Señor por su palabra. No nomás uh, chocarme en cosas y no saber por qué me estoy chocando en cosas. Entonces bien importante hermanos discernir cosas y entender cosas que vienen en nuestras vidas. Uh, the title of tonight's message is Your Enemy's Tactics. Eh, el mensaje de esta noche hermanos es tácticas de enemigos. Uh, y es importante hermanos uh, en nuestras vidas entender que tenemos un en enemigo que um, a veces uh, está poniendo más, uh, how do you say, effort, más esfuerzo uh, en combatarnos que nosotros combatar a él. You know, we have an enemy sometimes, brothers and sisters, that he's putting more of an effort to combat us, to destroy us, than we're putting to destroy him in our lives. Sometimes we're falling asleep at the wheel, falling asleep at things, and he's not. He, he has a mission and he has a motivation and it is to destroy us. And there's a lot of times that uh, we find ourselves struggling in things that um, if, if we would just stay alert to things and understand things and try to respond to things differently, we would find solutions from God in, amen? And his precious word has that solution. His word is the solution. Uh, la palabra de Dios uh, va a traer éxito uh, cuando estamos en, en los manos de, de nuestro enemigo. Uh, va a traer éxito, hermanos. Uh, lo dejó el Señor para nosotros, para guiarnos, para darnos fuerzas, para darnos entendimiento en cosas que estamos pasando. He's left his precious word uh, here to guide us and to strengthen us uh, and to give us uh, wisdom in times that we're struggling in things. But how often are we leaning into his word in these times? Like I told you, you know, sometimes we'll lean into uh, the wisdom of men over God's wisdom. And we've got to lean on God as much as we can. Amen. You know, I started reflecting on um, enemies. And, and Matthew 10.36 uh, refers to uh, this saying here, if we could pull it up. And it says, and, and a man's foes shall be they of his own household. Amen. Y los enemigos del hombre serán los de su casa. I started thinking a little bit about this word and we've, this, this uh, scripture here, and we've heard it many a times, but uh, I, I, I want us to kind of think about it a little differently. Um, and, you know, you don't have to go home and not sleep with one eye open because you're, you're thinking that, um, you know, your enemy's in your house. But I, 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 wanna, I want us to think about um, uh, our, our circle and, and people that are in our circle, people that we call friends, people that we call it could be family, people that we call uh, these things. Uh, people that we would have had no thought that they were an enemy. Uh, and uh, as I told you and I mentioned to y'all that, um, you know, I, I heard this ex-witch uh, he was uh, saying how he used to curse people and, and spend time cursing Christians. And the Lord had changed his life. And, and the one thing that he, he mentioned is the effort the effort that's put in by Christians. Sometimes it's, you know, a service is too long for them or it was hours uh, a service for them preparing for evil. And these things are very important to understand. But as we think of our circle and, and, and enemies that, that we are, are at times talking to and not understanding that uh, it's an enemy that we, we must be aware of. Uh, now, this could be a very interesting message because everybody's now grabbing their purse and their wallet here in church. 
and, and we start to think uh, sometimes the wrong way. And I, and I want us to give some examples here. You know, you think Joseph would have ever thought that his brothers were going to be his enemy? You thought you ever think that Joseph would have thought that his brothers were going to sell him to, you know, you know, you guys remember the, the message that pastor gave about amen? Yeah, there you go. That's, that starts to help when we start to wake up that spirit. It was just, it was a simple, it was a simple question. It wasn't even a difficult one or spiritual or anything. It was just, but do, do you think that Moses thought Pharaoh was going to be his enemy and he was raised in his house? That was a pretty severe one, right? You know, hey, do, do, do you think that Job, as he was holding his, their, his babies, would have thought that they were going to be enemies? as they were living their world wildly, it says in the Bible. You know, we might think that, you know, Job is a, a life that we want. We'll just understand that he, sacrificed, he lost a lot too in, in his family. He served God and he had to pray to God for their shortcomings and sins. And do you think that David as he was standing before Saul to go see Goliath, would have ever thought that Saul would have been his enemy and a greater enemy than Goliath. If you look at the time span that was there of years that he battled Saul or ran away from Saul. So a lot of the times we don't see our enemies clearly in moments in, in, in life moments that we're going through. Hermanos, estoy, estoy preguntando que muchas veces, como dice la palabra aquí, que nuestros enemigos pueden ser en nuestra casa, pero pueden ser, ser también personas que nunca pensamos que iban a ser enemigos. Alguien que, que estamos trabajando, alguien que, uh, como el ejemplo que dije de José con sus hermanos, Moses con Faraón, con uh, uh, Hope y sus niños, sus hijos, uh, no estaban um, agradando a Dios y estaban contra las cosas que Hope estaba, uh, um, uh, uh, ¿cómo se dice? Creyendo, las cosas que Hope estaba creyendo y actuando su familia no estaba haciendo eso. Y también, David, uh, creyendo que el, el enemigo que iba a ser más grande en su vida era Goliath, ¿sabes? Goliath, 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 y no era, era Saúl. Y no pensando eso, creyendo que estaba enfrente de un rey que, que lo estaba cuidando, lo estaba diciendo, te vamos a vestir así, vas a tener esto pero no sabiendo que esta persona lo iba a querer matar. You think David knew that you thought that Saul was going to want to kill him one day as he was standing there and Saul was dressing him in armor so he could go fight Goliath? Praising him after he killed Goliath? You think David ever thought of that? No, he didn't. So our enemy disguises himself in many different ways. Nuestro enemigo, uh, how do you say disguise, uh, se mezcla con diferentes personas para que no lo puedes ver. Se esconde. 
Porque siempre está pensando cómo puedo llegar más cerca a ti. Cómo uh, puedes dejarme entrar a tu casa. Y muchas, muchas veces hermano, dice la palabra de Dios que Dios no, nunca va a darnos algo que uh, un pecado que no podemos tener salida. So, eso es palabra que yo, si algo viene en mi vida, yo, yo necesito, necesito creer que puedes, puedo tener éxito. Porque la palabra de Dios dice eso. You know, the word of God comes in moments, you know, we could think that, uh, that there, there could be a temptation that comes to us that we can't find exit. But the word of God says that God will always have an exit. So let's not get caught up in these things of the flesh, of our feelings. When the word of God can assure us that God's going to give us the strength in these times. The problem is, is that the flesh takes over and convinces us that we're weaker than what God sees us in and has strengthened us through his word. His word is what gives us this strength. Not our own proper strength. It's his word that inspires the spirit that's in us to thrive, to believe. To be inspired, to move mountains. And we must believe this and understand this. So I don't think David would have ever thought that Saul would have been a bigger enemy than Goliath was that day. But he ended up becoming a bigger enemy. If we turn to Psalms 9.3, we hear David here writing, And he says, when my enemies are turned back, they shall fall and perish at thy presence. Verse 4. For thou hast maintained my right and my cause. Thou satest in the throne judging right. Verse 5. Thou hast rebuked the heathen. Thou hast destroyed the wicked. Thou hast put out their name forever and ever. Verse 6, O thou enemy, destructions are come to a perpetual end, and thou hast destroyed cities. Their memorial is perished with them. We've had studies before, brothers and sisters, on David and the, and the life of David and the struggles of David. There were some deep struggles. If you think you have deep struggles, Get into the life of David. David had, you know, uh, abandonment issues. You know, you, you, you look at him not even being called. We start out with him not even being called by his brothers or by his father. When Samuel came, if you feel like you're not loved or wanted, David had those moments where He could have felt that and allowed that to control his life. But David overcame his thoughts and saw God in his life. And that trumped everything. Can we say that word anymore? Maybe we can't. And that overtook everything. Because a lot of the times we miss things, brothers and sisters, because our emotions and our thoughts overtake what God is trying to do in us. And there's some powerful, and I can say dormant brothers and sisters here, that this thing is just ready to explode and expand and be used by God. 
if they would allow God to speak to it. You need to hear what I just said because David heard it when he was in the pastures with the sheep fighting the wolves, fighting the lions, the bears. He didn't think of only my father loved me if only my brothers accepted me. He looked into the skies, into the stars and knew God was watching him and loved him. Muchas veces, hermanos, llegamos en puntos de nuestras vidas, nuestro pensamiento, pensamiento nuestro corazón los convince, convince, convence que estamos, fal, estamos faltando algo en nuestras vidas. Y a, a veces es que no teniendo el amor de uh, padres, no teniendo amor de hermanos, hermanas. Podemos ver aquí que David sufrió de todas estas cosas Pero no dejó que su mental cambiaba Lo que tuvo, lo que tenía Dios escogido para él Y podemos leer aquí que él tenía enemigos alrededor de él Siempre queriendo matarlo A veces vemos algo hermanos creemos Ah qué bonito será si, si Estábamos en esa vida, si vivía esa vida. Cuando nosotros queremos vivir una vida que no es de nuestra vida, pero no sabemos el peso que viene con esa vida. A lot of times, brothers and sisters, we start to think, oh, to live that life, to live like that, to be like that, to have that. But David was always on assassination alert. He had always people watching over him, especially during that time that Saul was loose. Is that the life you want? Is that the life you want to live? See, God knew that he could live that life. So if you're in a position where that is your life and you have uh, many, many people that criticize your life, thank God, because he's seen you as someone that can maintain that. And help us, God, to maintain that. Amen. If we turn to Genesis 3.14, see, vamos para Genesis 3.14, hermanos. And the Lord said unto the serpent, because thou hast done this, thou art cursed. What did the serpent do in Genesis 3? He what? He tempted Adam and Eve. Amen. And so the Lord tells him, because you have done this, you're cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dost thou and shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. Amen. Verse 15. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman. You're going to be an enemy between a woman and what you are. And look at this right here. And between the seed and her seed. Why? Because a woman was what was going to become fruitful and would have man and woman later. And so now their seed would always be an enemy with the serpent. It shall bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise his heel. So from the very beginning here, we see the enemy 
created. The enemy punished for the temptation that he gave to Adam and Eve. Podemos ver aquí, hermanos, en el ejemplo que Dios puso el enemigo abajo de nuestros pies. Por el acto que hizo con Adam y Eva. Que lo tentó. Y por la tentación que hizo. Para el resto de su vida. Iba a ser enemigo de nosotros. Pero podemos entender. Qué hizo el, el serpiente. Cómo trabajó a tentar a Eva. Y cómo tentó a, a Adán. Necesitamos entender el mental de nuestro enemigo. Lo que hace. Lo como habla. Siempre habla contra la palabra de Dios. ¿Cómo dice Dios? Necesitamos tener cuidado en estas cosas. Porque para opiniones hay muchas, ¿no? Todos tienen una opinión aquí, no. Queremos hablar de algo. Pero nomás hay una opinión que hay en la palabra de Dios. Para nosotros que traemos la palabra de Dios, uh, the, the word is reverence. Tenemos, I don't, I don't know how you say, referencia a la palabra, respeto. Porque tiene poder. Tiene poder para muchas cosas en nuestras vidas, hermanos. Pero una cosa que tiene poder más que todo es para poner nuestro enemigo abajo de nuestros pies. Entendiendo eso y sabiendo eso, hermano, es, es importante. Sí, voltamos, if we go to Luke 10, 19. We see here the example of the Lord Jesus saying here, Behold, I give unto you the power to tread on and scorpions, and over all the power of who? And nothing shall by any means hurt you. That's, that's, that's you know, uh, pastor talks about um, the man that, you know, when he gets to heaven, he's going to, you know, say, you know, you lied, your word said this, you lied. This is, Jesus is not going to lie here. He does not, he's not like man to lie. And we've got to believe this 100%. This is what puts our anxieties to rest. Now, life here can hurt us. Things happen that hurt us here in life. But again, we have a healer. We have Christ that's there with us through the process of things. But as far as a spiritual enemy, we must be vigilant and be prepared and watch and watch and discern. Esta vida puede dañarnos, hermanos, puede dañar nuestra familia, pero el enemigo no tiene poder. Jesucristo lo ha quitado el poder si creemos en su palabra. Si lo podemos aplicar en nuestras vidas. Por eso es tan importante tener la palabra de Dios en nuestras vidas. That's why it's so important for us to have the word of God in our lives. 
you, you look at your life right now. Look at your life. Look at your life right now. Just, just take a moment and look at your life and look at all the stumbles in your life and how many times the word of God wasn't in your life at those times. It scares me just thinking about it. A lot of the times that things, you know, that, that I, I had uh, mishaps and everything in my life, the word of God was not being applied in my life. I've talked about it before where, you know, we, we've got to look at our life and like the, the way we were looking for error codes on my truck when it wasn't turning on, we've got to look to see if there's, there's something going on in our life. Are we not praying enough? Are we not praising enough? Are we not getting involved in the word enough? Is the world taking our attention more than God's taking our attention? Oh, yeah, there'll be temporary success. There'll be temporary joy. But when we plant ourselves near the waters, our leaf's not going to fall. And it's so difficult in times like this because there's so much information coming to us. Hermanos, cuando estamos pasando cosas y cosas vienen en nuestras vidas y no estamos en la palabra de Dios, no estamos fundado, fundado, fundado en la palabra de Dios. Va a venir cosas, uh, uh, vientos y todo esto para tirar nuestra casa, para que nuestra casa se cae. Pero al momento que aplicamos la palabra de Dios y, y estamos recordándonos uh, eh, eh, cuando viene la tentación, cuando viene pecado o lo que sea. No lo vamos a hacer, puede ser con nuestras propias fuerzas, hermanos. Jesús peleó contra uh, el enemigo, el, el enemigo en, how do you say the wilderness? The, el desierto. Con la palabra de Dios. El enemigo vino con palabra. Pero Jesús usó la palabra. Para recordarle. Que no nomás escrito así. Qué bonito es eso hermanos. Si estás ahorita peleando algo. Si estás sentido en algo. Aplica la palabra de Dios. If you're going through something. If you're struggling with something right now in your life. Apply the word of God in your life. Whatever you're going through, you could decide to, to hold on to this sadness, to hold on to this doubt, or you can apply the word of God to, to it and feel the peace. I want to feel peace in my life. I don't want to hold on to an anchor that's going to take me down. I want to reach out and grab his hand that's going to lift me up. So help me, God, to understand these things, these difficult things. Because we give you praise, God, because you are God of all things. If we turn to Exodus 14, 14. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. There's times, brothers and sisters, that we've got to grow in these things. Many of us are prepared to fight, and we don't even know what we're fighting. We're just prepared. We're ground up. There's no way that's going to we're going to do that. But when God puts this peace in our lives, in our hearts, 
that we give him control. There's power in that. In times like this, when there's uncertainty and when there's un, uh, we don't know what's ahead, we must allow God to plow our path. If we don't do these things, then we're just, we're fighting ourselves and not getting anywhere. We're on a treadmill. Seems like it's a good workout, but we're not getting anywhere. I've mentioned this before. It's like getting in your car and not having the keys and just sitting there thinking you're going to get to the store. It looked kind of weird there when, hey, hey, you're going somewhere? Been sitting there for about 30 minutes. Yeah, I wanted to go to the store, but you're missing these. There's things in our lives, brothers and sisters, that we're missing the keys to get where God has planned us to be, has called us to be. Help me, God, to have the keys in my hand and understand where you're taking me. Amen. Exodus 23, 22. But if thou shalt indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy unto thy enemies. And an adversary unto thy adversaries. Pero si en verdad oiréis su voz y seréis todo lo que yo te dijere, dijere, seré enemigo a tus enemigos y afligiré a los que te afligeren. How do you say that last word? Afligeren. Man, that's a, that's a great promise from God. That's a great promise from God if we will hear his voice. So what causes us not to hear his voice? The noise, the noise, the noise. How much noise do you have in your life right now? ¿Qué causa a nosotros que no estamos oyendo la voz de Dios? El ruido, el ruido, el sonido, el sonido. ¿Qué sonido está en tu vida ahorita que no está dejando oír la voz de Dios? What is it? Sometimes it's not the depth of sins and all these different things. It's simple things that distract you, that keep you from missing God's voice. The starting point of your journey with him. And the thing is, brothers and sisters, everyone here, everyone here, puedo decir esto. La cosa es, hermanos, que todos aquí, everyone here, everyone here, everyone here. So, so you can, you can, I just want to keep on saying everyone here because I don't want someone here to say, not me. Everyone here has experienced the peace and love of Christ. Everyone here. There's been a point in your life when you've been on the highest of your highs with God. Everyone here. You know what that pinnacle is. You know what that mountaintop is. Everyone here. We've tasted his goodness. We've experienced his love. Everyone here. And yet we find ourselves not there, but we've tasted it. 
And we want to get there. And we can get there. I always think, what was I doing then? And I was involved in the church. I was doing stuff. I remember good times in, in our lives. I remember when God was blessing us and, you know, and, and, and we were doing stuff with the youth on weekends and staying busy. And not letting this world make me busy to forget God. Todos nosotros, hermanos, hemos experimentado el amor de Dios, las cosas buenas de Dios. Todos aquí. Cuando no lo estás experimentando, el pensamiento viene, ¿cómo puedo llegar para atrás ahora? ¿Qué estoy haciendo? ¿Qué no estoy haciendo? ¿Qué debo hacer para llegar a ese punto otra vez? Muchas veces es que estábamos hablando con Dios, estábamos orando más, estábamos leyendo más, que teníamos un deseo. ¿Cómo dice flame? ¿Lumbre? ¿Flama? ¿Lema? Cuidado con palabras así, bro. Dame una palabra más fácil, brother. Me voy a ver. Ya me veo. Que no, no, no sé español, brother, pero me das un. Damos flema. You know, we had a flame in us. We had a desire in us. You know, we, 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 we had a hunger. There was a hunger. Like this uh, gentleman was saying, he goes, you know, we have nothing on Pharaoh. Pharaoh had all these plagues come against him, and he still was stubborn. We get one plague, and everybody quits church. Doesn't come back again. But what is it? What is it that's holding us back? Because God is calling us. He's calling all of us that are here, all those that are listening. And reminding us, amen. Psalms 109.2, praise the Lord. For the mouth of the wicked... And the mouth of the deceitful are opened against me. They have spoken against me with a lying tongue. They compass me about also with words of hatred and fought against me without a cause. For my love, they are my adversaries, but I give myself unto prayer. And they have rewarded me evil for good and hatred for my love. You know, brothers and sisters, we're living in times, evil times, where people do not know how to respond to good things anymore. There's a lot of people that are being programmed into believing a different way or seeing life a different way. It's, it's everywhere. You can't imagine the things that are happening and how awful people are all around the world. 
But we have a God that has called us to be the light in the darkness. He's called us to be the salt on the earth. He's called us to suffer. For his name, he says, you will, you will suffer for my name's sake. And it's difficult, and I get it, it's difficult, because we all come from different chicharrones, don't we? Etrenan, is that the saying? Akimi chicharrones trenan. kids a different way. Gabriel doesn't like conflict, right, Gabriel? You don't like conflict? I'm grateful for that. They messed up an order on him for Sonic, and I kept on saying, are you going to call him? No. It's okay. That's okay. I like that. It's okay. Some of us are, are we're different, but I have a lot of respect for people that be at peace in things and have peace. I pray that that stays. I pray that things don't change and things can be added in his life to make him stronger and stuff. And be like that, to turn the cheek. I'm the type of person I know I am. <laughs> Praise the Lord, something happened, right? Sister Jennifer. Right, Sister Jennifer? No? <laughs> But God is good, brothers and sisters, and he's working in our lives, and he's directing our lives, and he's talking to us in these times. And if you're frustrated, if you're getting uh, tired and you're getting weary, just know that it's because it's, it's his time is near. And the battle's against the believers. And as we see believers leaving the faith, we know God's closer and closer daily. So let's challenge ourselves, let's sharpen ourselves. Make sure we understand that we need God in our lives, amen? And we turn to Psalms 57, 6. Psalms 57, 6. They have prepared a net for my steps. My soul is bowed down. They have digged a pit before me into the mist whereof they are fallen themselves. You see, brothers and sisters, as this gentleman said that, when when I heard, you know, he's, and and I like too that he wasn't like, you know, trying to scare you with what he was saying, but he said, when he said that they used to dig up bones, listen to this, Sister Margie, you can be scared tonight. Just kidding. You've got some scary stories in your life. They dig up bones people that died with cancer and they would shave the dust. They cast curses on them. Este, es, es hermano ahora, pero era, es bruja, or brujo? Yeah, it's right. Yeah, dije dos palabras. Brujo, okay. Es brujo y estaba diciendo que agarraba los huesos de personas que tenían cáncer y los hacía como how do you say dust? Polvo para dar maldiciones a personas. Hablaba 
en muchas cosas estaba hablando que era su vida. So, hay personas, hay enemigos ahorita, hay, hay, hay personas ahorita orando, hay brujos, brujas que están orando ahorita. Y necesitamos estar siempre en oración, hermanos. Porque tenemos un Dios que va a guardarnos. You know, we have, we got to always be in prayer because we have enemies. We have these, you know, people that are cursing us, that are, that are constantly saying, oh, you know what, uh, I, I pray for a curse on their lives. And we got to pray that God has his promise that he has for us, is he's shielding it. As Satan told God when he said, have you considered Job? He says, he has a hedge around him, protection. God has this protection around us, brothers and sisters. And we see here that our enemies will plan things. Our enemy will plan something and the plan will fall on himself. He will fall into his own pit. But we don't take these things for granted. We believe that God has a purpose in our lives, has a plan for us. We are encouraged by his word in these things, amen? Amen. 1 Peter 5, 8. I like how Peter says here, be sober, be vigilant. Two things that I've always said are things that go together, being sober and being vigilant, paying attention, being clear-minded. Are you clear-minded if you're distracted? No. Is something, can something happen? If you're driving and you're texting, can something happen? If you're driving and something spills and you go for it, can something happen? Yes, things happen. So we must be sober, but also pay attention, be vigilant. Why? Because your adversary, the devil as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Last night, this past couple of weeks, I think, is it nine baby goats we have? There's nine baby goats you guys can have. Everybody pull your car up, and we're going to give you a baby goat through the drive-thru window. Chick-fil-A, okay? And, you know, it's cold outside, and there's things that you're having to take care of. But last night, the kids come in, they're like, we can hear coyotes howling. They're close. So, of course, of course, they're a little militia with all their BB guns and camouflage and everything that they're coming in. Because a baby goat doesn't know when it's crying for milk, but it's also calling a predator. And as mentioned on Sunday, you know, we're, we're sheep and sometimes... As sheep, we don't understand, and that's why we have to be close to our shepherd. Because we start to cry out at times, and our enemy, and we're not paying attention because we're distracted, and our enemy's hearing and coming. And that's why it's important to gain our senses, to understand quickly 
so we can be protected through his word. Ahorita tenemos uh, chivos, niños, pequeñitos chivos, chivitos. Ese es no, pero yo creo que me estás diciendo de un, un team que de fútbol. Es tu team que tú, sí, bro, chivitos. yo he oído ese nombre de Ah, oh, chivas, ok. Tenemos unos ahorita que son bien chiquitos. Nueve. Le vamos a dar a todos. Todos, todos van a ganar nueve. Pero necesitas traer para atrás porque cuestan dinero. Nomás necesitamos que ustedes los crecen. Pero ahorita que está frío, a, a, ayer en la noche los, los niños entraron diciendo, estamos oyendo co coyotes. Ah, coyotes, eh. No ese tipo de coyote. Coyote. Coyora. Y estamos asustados porque los, los babies, ¿no? Los, los chivos. Y estaban pensando, ¿quién, ¿quién? Porque ellos no saben, nomás están llorando por leche. Pero no saben que están llamando a un enemigo. Y muchas veces, hermanos, necesitamos tener cuidado cuando estamos llorando, porque muchas veces también hablamos en cosas que nos falta. Y el enemigo está escuchando. Por eso es bien bonito también tener silencio en nuestras oraciones con Dios. Porque eso es privio, private, privado, nuestra oración con Dios. No ser escándalo, no ser. Porque como los chivos están llorando por leche, están llamando al coyote. So brothers and sisters, as we learn more, we grow more in the things of God. And we understand what he's calling us for. Look at this, look at this, look at your life. You know, sometimes we'll look at our life today and we don't see progress, but we don't look at where our life was at and where we're at today. Gosh, if you would just see that stuff, you get all excited. Some of you guys would just be up shouting, praising God, because you're not what you were. You know, you're, I mean, but see, the problem is, is that you're at where you're at, and you think that's, that's all. But you don't realize the progress that got you to where you're at. Muchas veces, hermanos, estamos viendo nuestras vidas y estamos bien aguitados. Pero no estamos viendo que donde nos ha traído Dios. ¿Dónde estamos ahorita en este punto? Y creyendo que Dios nos va a llevar a, a otro, a otro uh, nivel. We gotta believe that God's gonna take us to another level. But we've got to be vigilant and be sober. Because there's an enemy out there that's listening. Praise the Lord. Romans 12:19. Some of us don't want to hear these things because, again, again, los chicharrones thing. Remember, this is, you know, we, we have a lot of pride. We have a lot of, dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath, for it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. You know, for us, it's, again, it's easy to think ways and think things and, and feel things. 
It was God that controlled Pharaoh's heart. Not Moses' words. It was God that allowed the people to be released because he was holding on to Pharaoh's heart. We have a God that will torment your enemy in your sleep. things to happen that we would never be able to do would stop things from happening that we would never be able to stop and I thank God for that yo doy gloria hermanos a Dios porque tenemos un enemigo que quiere hacer cosas a nosotros pero tenemos un Dios que siempre está alrededor de nosotros parando nuestro enemigo no duerme nuestro Dios. No descansa nuestro Dios. No es como nosotros que necesitamos un vacation, vacaciones. Es un Dios que siempre su amor y su palabra siempre está guiándonos, está guardándonos. The angel that encampeth us. As we close our, our eyes at, at night and we rest and we wake up the next day, we don't take for granted that there was a God that, that watched over us. Sister Liz, I started hearing all these stories about Sister Jennifer. Oh, I never had heard those stories. She was like, I don't know if I ever told you this. I didn't know these stories about how God protected my Sister Jennifer and previous things that had happened. Praise God. I mean, there, there, those were some amazing things. I was like, I had never heard of that, you know, uh, fires that had happened in, in when the kids were younger where, where Gabriel was. But God has protection. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that it's God and that it's not me. That it's God's plan and not my plan. It's God's love and not the love that I have that only extends to a certain distance. Help us, God, to always see that. Romans 12, 14 says, bless them which persecute you, bless and curse not. How hard is that? How hard is that for us? Qué difícil es eso, hermanos. How hard is it for us? Because if it's hard, then we must work at these things. Till it becomes easy. Because we know we have a God that's advocating for us. Si es difícil para nosotros para hacer estas cosas, necesitamos a trabajar, trabajar en estas cosas. A, a buscar momentos donde lo podemos aplicar. Me gusta la palabra que el perdón no es uh, para la persona que lo estás pidiendo, pero es para que tú lo puedas dejar ir. Muchas veces creemos que, ah, si, si doy perdón, si enseño, enseño misericordia, me estoy humillando, me, él me está humillando, el orgullo viene. 
Pero no es para eso, es para que tú puedas dormir. You know, brothers and sisters, a lot of the times, forgiveness and mercy it, 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 it is not for that person. It's for you to be able to sleep at night. It's for you to be able to be at peace. It's the process. If you're having a hard time, you know, on these things, look at where, where you're at on your, in your mercy and your forgiveness. God might be speaking to you in this. If we turn to Ephesians 4.31, I'm going to ask the musicians to pass on up. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Verse 32, amen. And be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Brothers and sisters, we're living in times. Estamos viviendo, hermanos, en tiempos donde necesitamos aplicar estos, este dulce palabra de Dios. Lo necesitamos aplicar en estos días, hermanos. Hay personas ahorita que hay tanto maldad en este mundo que necesitamos hacer la luz en este mundo. Se puede sentir, hermanos, si estamos descendiendo con el Espíritu que Dios nos ha dado a nosotros, podemos ser usados por Dios en estos días. Estoy Orando, hermanos, voy a orar esta noche que Dios comienza a usarnos. Porque ahorita el mundo está buscando algo. I'm going to pray tonight, brothers and sisters, that God starts to use us. Use us because there's people that are searching for something right now. And they're going to things that they don't need to, they should have never found, but they're finding them. But I'm going to pray that God opens up the ability for us to reach out. I, I'm going to ask God to put weight on you, a burden on you. Oh, y'all scared now, huh? You guys are, is he, is he a brujo, bruja? No, no, let me finish what I'm going to say so you guys get all. I'm going to ask that he puts a burden on you to speak to people. Because each one of you have experienced that love and that peace from Christ. And each one of us should be telling people about it. Sometimes the things that we go through become greater than what other people are going through. But I'm going to ask God to soften our hearts. And to see what everyone else is going through. So we can start to speak to their need. Speak life. But for that we must take a breath of life from Christ tonight. Why don't we all stand up brothers and sisters. Lord Jesus we come before you Father.
You've been so merciful. You've been so good to us, Jesus. You've been so great, Father. You've been so great to us, Jesus. I'm asking that you just open up our eyes to see, Father, your goodness in our lives, Jesus. Father, I'm asking that right now, Father, that you just allow your spirit to fall on us, Lord. We've taken for granted a lot of things in our lives, Lord, your protection, your love, your mercy. Sometimes we've put small things ahead of major things that you've done. In our lives, Father. But we want to remove every obstacle, Lord, so we could just see you. See you, Jesus, for your goodness. See you, Jesus, for your greatness. Your power, Father. I'm asking right now, Lord, that you put a burden on my brothers and sisters to speak. To speak of your goodness to others, Lord. Put a reminder, Lord, put when they're in a store, when they're somewhere, Lord, and you tell them that person needs to hear about me. I know that feeling, Father. I ask, Lord, that you restore this mindset in us, Father, because right now these days are dark. Let us be that light, Father. Let us be that voice that is in the wilderness drawing them to you, Jesus. Let us be that salt that gives this earth its flavor. Again, Father, I'm so grateful, Lord, for what you do, Lord, but I'm asking, Father, I'm asking, Lord, that right now is the time, Jesus. Everybody doesn't know what to do. Everybody's confused at this time, Lord. But it is you, Lord, that brings clarity into our lives. You've been so good to us, Father. You've done so much for us, Jesus. I ask, Lord, that you bless my brothers and sisters, Lord, with this conviction in their hearts, Lord. I'm asking, Lord, that any need that they have, anything that they're going through, Lord, I ask that you bring peace to it, Lord, so they can do this job. Help us, Lord, to speak the truth, Lord, of your love for us, for humanity. People need to see your goodness, Lord. In every aspect that we have in our lives, Lord, no matter what it is, we like to talk a lot about ourselves on social media platforms, Lord. We like to respond to things, Lord, that aren't about you, Lord, that that we're convicted, Lord, to speak of you, Jesus, in everything. And that we see your precious seed, Father, fall on good ground. As we pray to you for family members, Lord, as we pray to you for different things, Lord, we're pushing all that to the side, Lord, and we're just gonna hear your voice and how you've called us to speak, Lord. Father, you've been so good, Jesus. I'm asking right now to give us power, Lord, and confidence. To give us word, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for your precious word, Lord, and your love for us. Bless my brothers and sisters. Protect them, Lord. Protect them to and from work. 
continue to inspire them. Lord, I ask that you start that, that flame turns into a roaring fire in their lives. Everything that's purified, Lord, through you, Jesus. Our minds are purified through you, Jesus. Bless us, Father. Bless us all in your precious and holy name. In the name of Jesus, I pray.